0: to Resil- Welcome back to another episode of Resilient Minds 365, where we discuss the resilient stories of entrepreneurs, professionals, and students with mental illnesses to encourage you to strive, thrive, and live in abundance. I'm your host, Cleone Crawford. Well, guys, we have a special guest with us today. We have Randy Bowers Law with us. Who is Randy? Well, Randy is a mental health advocate, an author, and a YouTuber. She started writing at the age of 14 years old as a coping mechanism, coping strategy for her depression. 20 years later, she is now a mom, grandma, and thriving creative individual. With that said, we will now present to you Randy Bozla. How are you doing, Randy? I am good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I can't complain. It's a beautiful Friday You know, the weather is nice. It is, yeah. It's cool. Where are you actually based out of?
1: I am in Ontario, Canada by, I'm going to say just by the border is
0: the easiest way to explain it. Okay, I'm in Toronto. I'm in Toronto Scarborough, basically.
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm by Niagara Falls.
0: Oh my gosh, I love Niagara Falls. (laughs) absolutely love Niagara Falls. I lived there at one point for about a month or so. Oh, okay. I just, I just love being by the water, just walking by the water. And it's just always so busy. <laughs> it's really busy. It is always- But you live
1: in Toronto Scarborough. So like you're used to all the busy all the time. I am.
0: I am. I am. I am used to it for sure. Because it's definitely, it's, yes, yeah, Like I live like close to like Kennedy Station, which is like a really- a station that has like it's connected to like three different lines subway lines okay so it's like kind of crazy all the time but whatever anyways that's
1: for you not me
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hear you I hear you so tell us a little bit more about your profession how you got started and why you do what you do and so yeah so obviously I write
1: um and I have my a couple YouTube shows now started as one (laughs) just keep growing um so as as you had noted you know I started writing like hardcore writing um to deal with my depression as a teenager but I was really writing like from a young age I used to write like little skits and make my cousins act them out with me. Mm-hmm. They loved it they totally did um, <laughs> And then I released my first book in 2017 because I had found all of these poems I had wrote as a teenager and I didn't want to throw them out didn't want to leave them in the basement so I published a book I went, huh I like this publishing book thing. It was just like a thing I said I would always do. So I was doing it and then I loved it. So I said, okay, I'm gonna write another one. So I wrote another one um, about raising my kid with autism, released that the following year. I was like, okay, this is fun. I didn't really have too much in me at the, at the time. I was still working full time. Um, and then I kind of took a break from that because I was in employment counseling, which is yeah, a whole other issue. So, I kind of took a break from that. I got my personal training certificate. I was doing kickboxing. Um, so then I was I started doing a uh, personal training more and kind of made that my business. Covid shut everything down. I went, huh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll focus on the writing. And that's when I really started focusing um on the writing. Like before that, I was doing it. i was I was still working on my third book, but, Once COVID hit, I was like, well, I can't do nothing else. I might as well hardcore focus. And I started my podcast and I will never look back because I absolutely love every minute of this.
0: It's amazing. You mentioned you have a son with autism. Yes. I as well have a son with autism. There you go. I have an awesome baby. I have an awesome baby. He's six years old. Oh, mine is 16 years old. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, I'm not ready for the the 16 yet.
1: (laughs) It's scary. It is very scary.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Got to love our awesome babies. (laughs) So now we're going to move into the mental health piece of the interview. So with that said, what is your mental health diagnosis and when were you diagnosed?
1: Um, so my original one was, um, depression that would have been, when was it diagnosed? I was working as an employment counselor. So let's go with seven or eight years ago, like actually diagnosed. Um, and then earlier this year I was diagnosed with PTSD.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So tell us some more about your mental health story of resilience. What did you have to go through, and just walk us through that that journey.
1: Oh, we could be here forever. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it really. So as a teenager, that's when I, um, can look back and say, yeah, I was first depressed as a teenager. At the time I was living it, I thought everybody felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't realize that I was different that i was you know that something was wrong um it wasn't until i was going to college and i was uh, taking a psychology course i went oh not everybody hates themselves and thinks that they should die okay well this is a problem we need to deal with um cuz up until that point again i just i thought it was a normal thing it was something that mental health was something we didn't talk about it was very whatever happens in the house stays in the house. So, um, as, as a teenager, my mom had gotten remarried, uh, he turned out to be an alcoholic and it was bad news bears. And again, you don't talk about it. So from seeing that kind of thing, my brother was getting into drugs, um, and in and out of jail. So I didn't reach out for help because that's not something that you did. That's I saw that you keep it in the house. And so, yeah, then, then as I got older, um starting to realize things a little bit more like I said when I was going to college and then finally um maybe man I'm feeling old now because I can't think back but maybe about maybe about nine ten years ago I went to I finally reached out for help and I because I was really like I was planning hardcore what I was gonna do and it was not a good thing Mm -hmm. um so I reached out through my works um EAP, the assistance, uh, employee assistance program yeah. reached out. Yeah. So she helped me kind of get over a little hurdle. Um, but of course they they have kind of rules around how much you can go to them through the EAP. Um, a couple of years later, then I reached out to a different psychiatrist or psychologist, um, and started actually going to a little bit more intense therapy. Uh, got in a much better place, talked to my doctor, got antidepressants, um, at one point because my antidepressants were working so well I was like oh I don't need them anymore and I stopped taking them without telling anybody yeah it was it was great um a horrible idea don't I do not recommend (laughs) um just before COVID um I went back on them I was like this is not working I I feel like I did before so I went back on them um and Last year, I started going back because I, I had some other issues, like that PTSD I was seeing. I had some other issues that I was like, mm, I think I need to work through some of this. So I went back to my my psychi- or psychologist. We worked through this, like a PTSD program, like trauma therapy. That was really good, really helpful. Um, so I'm feeling much better now. All through that, I mean, there, there's been other little things that obviously... Um, play a role in in where my mental health is sitting at the day so for instance like I said um my brother and and my stepfather at the time into drugs and alcohol um my kid being diagnosed with autism is not in and of itself a bad thing to let me get you so let me you know misinterpret that but it was a curveball it's a learning it's a learning curve
0: yeah um
1: and then I had cancer, almost died. My husband got diagnosed with diabetes. He almost died. Wow. Um, my brother did die uh, two years ago from from drugs. It's So it's been kind of a whirlwind with with all that stuff and then trying to deal with my depression on top of all of that. It was, yeah, good times.
0: Good times. Wow, what a story. What a story. You definitely went through it. So I got multiple books for it. <laughs> that's that's why we need the outlet. We need the yes. outlet for sure. Um I'm going to take a quick break because my door knocked. So I have to open it. One yeah. second. Definitely a whirlwind. You definitely went through a. you definitely went through a lot of ups and downs, toss and turvy, tipsy turvy type of type of story there, right there. Yeah. With that said, I'm gonna ask another question. Yeah. So what did you have to do to overcome or bounce back from your low points? List all resources.
1: So the biggest help would definitely be therapy. Mm-hmm. Um it's not easy to start, but once you start it, I feel like it is definitely the thing that helps the most. Um, the other thing, I mean, there's lots of lots of different resources out there. Exercise was always a good one, writing, uh, playing with my animals, being outside. But ones that I think don't get talked about a lot is not hiding. So it's something that I think a lot of us with mental health, we... We mask, we pretend everything's okay, hide everything that's happening, even from those that we love the most. So my husband didn't even know I stopped taking my antidepressants when I did. I didn't tell him. Because I I, I knew that I really shouldn't have been doing that, but I decided it was a great idea. So I, I was hiding. And then the one day I finally said to him, I said, I think I need to go back on them. He kind of... He was like, excuse you, you you stopped, what? (laughs) Um, So not hiding is one of the biggest things because by finally telling him that, it was such a relief for myself to be, it was freeing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't hiding anything anymore. So it's something that I don't think we say enough um, because we're so used to hiding everything
0: yes definitely definitely wow and what are three things you wish you had available when you were at your lowest point
1: um better resources to actually get help um so you know having having a more accessible psychologist one that maybe doesn't cost 250 bucks an hour Mm -hmm. um they're very pricey yeah. and totally worth it, but at the same time, I mean, benefits don't cover very much when it comes to that. Um, so definitely having a more accessible time to get to that. Um, having more people around me that understood what it was and not just go, "Oh, you're just being lazy." Like that. Yeah. That's not helping. Um, I know you said three things,
0: right?
1: mm mm-hmm. um, Another thing, I guess. Hmm. Those are two really big things. So I'm going to say just those two really big things because I can't think totally of a third cool. thing right now.
0: That's, that's totally cool. That's totally cool. And what words of hope would you give to our listeners? What would you tell somebody who's gone through half of what you've gone through
1: it does not have to continue to be this way it does change it does get better it's gonna be hard work though be ready put in the hard work because the hard work is worth it
0: okay definitely hard work is what is necessary in order to push through and to get through our um our ups and downs and and our topsy-turvy life Yes, (laughs) Yes <laughs> Up stay on
1: sideways..) Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So we're now going to take a switch in the interview. As you can see behind me, there are, three, there are there are some books called "The Music of My Life." And basically, this book is about my journey with um, bipolar disorder and music therapy. So with that said, I'm going to ask you, what type of music do you like?
1: Um, it's probably easier to list the kinds I don't like. Actually, I like so many different kinds. My favorite is probably country, but like my my Spotify list is like it's got country, then it's got rock, uh, some show tunes, some Christian rock, some um, rap, not R and B, um, jazz. It's got it's got a lot of things. Okay,
0: it's very <laughs> collected style yes. Of music. Yes cool so if you were to think of a song that best describes your journey what would it be and why
1: hmm and I know in the screening questions I probably gave you an answer right
0: what did I say what hmm. did you say let's see um you know what you didn't say one
1: <laughs> God, that's probably why because I probably couldn't
0: think of one um hmm. so or, what's popping what is into a, my or maybe what is a one of your go-to songs when you want to feel happy
1: well I, I did just think of one okay. um it popped into my head right now because it's it's a song i've been playing a lot lately because i'm gonna be um in a lip sync battle for women's Place soon so i'm doing the song it's my life by bon jovi and thinking about it yeah it that that could suit me because it's my life it's now or never I'm not gonna live forever you know so it it does work it totally works
0: Cool. Wow. I love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. So how can we stay in touch with you and what are your social media handles? Yes. So you can stay in touch with me by
1: lots of social media, not, well, it's not Twitter or more. X. I'm on it, but I'm really, I'm really not. Um, But on Facebook, I'm at RB Writing and at RB Media. Um, my website is rbwriting.ca. Uh, my YouTube channel is under RB Media, and that's where you'll get some more mental health stuff. And actually, you should come on my show one day. Um, okay. And then Instagram and TikTok, I'm at Randy RandyleeBoslaw.
0: Well, tell us a little bit more about your show. What's your show about, and how can people follow you on your show?
1: Yeah, so my show is, it's all about mental health. I write a lot about mental health. So I interview other writers. Mm-hmm. And we talk about their mental health journey. Um, so it's pretty interesting. I've had I've up to 160 something episodes, I think, on there now. Um, yeah, it's getting there. I love it. And um, I've had a few people come back, but probably had about 150 different different writers on the show Um, not just authors but songwriters too, screenplay writers Um, so it's pretty broad Uh, I've had people talk about bipolar Uh, depression anxiety is probably the top Um, but PTSD I've had a couple schizophrenia OCD um, food uh, like eating disorders so the topics are wide array I've had um, not that autism is a mental health disorder, but because it's near and dear to my heart, I do have people come on and talk about autism because the greatest thing about having your own show is, you know, is you can decide who you want on. You can change the rules as you go. It's yours.
0: <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. And what's your show
1: called again? So the show is called the write or die show. Um, so you can either put that in and find it, or it is listed as RB media
0: as well okay write or die show
1: write like you're writing something
0: and is that on spotify and uh, and, it is on
1: spotify any podcast platforms as well as youtube Spotify, apple
0: etc yeah cool i well you know what it was definitely a pleasure having you as a guest on our show um i definitely would love to be on your show for sure yeah, I'll
1: I'll send you the info for it. I'm all booked up to the end of October, but I will be opening winter dates. I guess I should probably do that soon now that we're into October. <laughs>
0: yeah, we are in October. Oh, yeah. Which means it's almost my birthday. Oh, well happy early birthday. <laughs> for sure. A happy birthday to you. A happy birthday to you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. And to all you resilient minds out there until next time, please subscribe to us on all our platforms and don't forget to rate the show and leave a review for us on the Apple podcast. Also join the community of resilient minds and sign up for our monthly newsletter at com. Be sure to grab a copy of my book, The Music of My Life on all Amazon marketplaces to get to know me better. If you can think of one person that would receive value from today's show or connect with Randy Lee's testimonial, please share it with them. Feel free to take a screenshot of this week's episode of the podcast and tag us on Instagram. You can tag myself at Oni or Resilient Minds 365 and today's guest at uh, our rb no randy lee bowslaw on instagram yeah and despite your illness and remember mental health is not a dis is not a death sentence despite your illness you can strive thrive and live in abundance until next time i'm cleone crawford and i'm signing off Oh, yeah.